Saturday Supercade will return after these messages. Geek Shop. Get up in the middle of the show. Take care of your own dick and butthole. <laughs> oh, mine are mine. <laughs> I'm going. I'm shit. doing my producer duties. <laughs> I have nothing to produce right now. Okay. Yeah. Wait. We'll wait 45 minutes. We'll see. <laughs> well, that's how it works. That's how the human body operates. What the guy no, no, that's how a nine-year-old right girl's human body operates. Yeah. Whatever. He was well, raised he by them, so <laughs> he's a nine-year-old their girl at heart. Eccentricities. Welcome, problems. folks. It is Geek Shock number one fifty-six. I am Master Torgo, the famous Paul. Anybody's Jeff? All right. Apparently, you missed just your Michael cues. I forgot my cue. It's yeah. been a while. Wow. Doctor Vlog. Welcome back, sir. And Deb. Deb. Good to have you. Hi. It's it's like a like a pair where you know you went to buy a candy bar, well, but then you one, got two. There's others, and you didn't want to, but you you got to. So which one did you want? That one. Fuck you. The pretty <laughs> one. Thank you. I'm the pretty one. Let the record state that he pointed. You to have the your pretty hair, hair is pretty. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let them decide <laughs> who the pretty one is. Well, I'll argue with the rules one. of it somehow or another. You bitch, you missed hair. me. Okay, I missed you a little. Yeah, a little. I missed you. Now we have to reload. Oh boy. I bet you see a lot of those bumper stickers down there. They're gonna have to cram it all there. into this one. Uh, okay. Yeah, bears. Uh, we're gonna cram it all in. All up there for the <laughs> flight home. Um, I uh, haven't seen any cowboys. No? Oh, except for the cops. All really? of the cops wear cowboy hats. Oh, okay. Fun. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like super troopers. It's only, the law. Only without the comedy. I understand, we moved to Houston. We didn't move to, like, Podunk, Texas. When we were driving between Houston and Austin, we pulled over at a gas station. We saw a father and son in big old 10-gallon hats go up to buy boots. beer in their right. truck. So you get that outside of town. But in town, I don't know any cowboys. Haven't seen any. A lot of big cars, though. Big cars, big trucks. A lot of big trucks. Shitty parkers. What about rocket scientists? Um, oh, lots yeah. of um, NASA. You know, no chemists and um, physicists. Yeah, lots of them. We're oil and gas. It's big. Most stuff in Houston's oil and gas related. The crew we play well, board games. That's games. my job. They're all geophysicists. And NASA shit. is dying. Um, really? Oh yeah. Almost everything is going to the private sector. So yeah. NASA is oh, yeah. not really doing much right now. Yeah, it's almost done. I'm going to start a space travel company. Not really, no. Yeah, you space, you, you and the other four well, companies? The space you can travel to is up your butthole. <laughs> that's, that's the trick. You want to go to space? Deep flight, baby. <laughs> I never told you what space. It's my butthole space. Cheap. Now you know. You get to wear a jumpsuit. And I'll get you $20,000. Cheapest space you can buy. Yeah. <laughs> this space for rent tattooed on his butt. With an arrow pointing toward his butthole. <laughs> All right, so I went to Michigan and and saw family. Uh, you went to Star Trek and video game conventions. I want to hear about it. Yes. Yeah. Who went to the Star Trek convention? I did. Tell me about it. It was fun. I got to see. <laughs> wow. Well, that, that All right, Jeff the Color Man. Yes. I got. To, well, I mean, uh, all right. Let me just put, let me just put this in perspective. <laughs> the, Hold on, crossing my legs audibly. <sighs> you go ahead. <laughs> the many of the actors, especially the ones from like the original series, tell the same damn stories every year. Which is why, I didn't and they don't add anything new. Now, some of the other ones that are you know are directing or working on We're other projects have right. have 
other stories to tell. Michael Dorn. Actor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Director. But uh, <laughs> Poor actor. Anyway. Writer. Long story short, the whole time I was there, I went into the main hall once, and that was to sit down because I wanted to look through the program, see if there was anything <laughs> that I needed to see that day. Once I realized, no, I got up and I went over to the dealer's room, uh, ran into a bunch of people I know, uh, former guests at the experience, etc., uh, most of the show I spent hanging out with them at various bars and chatting and so you, just you went to a Star Trek time. convention and just hung out with your friends pretty much well people that I don't see but once a year All right. so so it's like a meetup yeah how much exactly. did you have to spend on your convention stuff on your uh, passes I got, got Gold game. Star had uh, half price tickets oh. for general admission is that goldstar.com so, yes And I ended up getting, I bought all four days, and the whole thing cost me 80 bucks. That's a real good deal. That's That's a very good deal. Yeah, Yeah. considering last year I think I paid 110 for general admission, and I believe this year it was like 125 or something. So you you paid 80 bucks to hang out at bars and then look through the program in the main hall. Well, I went into the dealer room room several times. You can't get into the dealer room unless you've got the wristband. Um, and I went to the secondary theater and checked out some things too. Okay, so secondary theater tends to be a little more interesting. Did you uh, buy anything slim. cool? You know, I'm so pissed because I went by the Roddenberry booth when uh, Next Generation season one came out on Blu-ray in the complete uh, remastered and everything. And it, it is fantastic, by the way, folks. If you get a chance, check it out. Um, it is. It's unbelievable what they were able to achieve with the uh, high definition scanning from the original prints. Original thirty-five millimeter okay. film prints, but uh, um, so it went. They raised the price. It came out um, at fifty-eight dollars. Yeah. Uh, week after it came out, went up to seventy-eight. Yep. Went by the Roddenberry booth. They had it for sixty dollars. I'm like, oh okay. And then I got distracted because I ran into like Darren and some other people, and I left the deal room and didn't pick it up. So I went back the next morning, and they were sold out. Oh. So. I was denied twice. eBay. Did you wanted to get it to signed and whatnot? Yeah, because uh, Mike and Denise Okuda were there. Ah. Um, they'd come into the bar several times. I've, I've emailed them occasionally. I'll so bet I, you four months Amazon gold box deal. Oh, yeah. It, oh, it no, it's probably already dropping. will. It's already yeah. dropping, but it's still... But it is 78 right now. Yeah. yeah. And uh, anyway, well, so I wanted than to... what? The I wanted to have... 180 bucks they cut were when they first came right. out per season? Well, yeah. I wanted to have the Akutas sign it because they actively worked with CBS sure. Digital on the project, They're you know, making sure that, you know, all the technical aspects were right. Because, like, all the special effects were originally done on video. So when they went back and scanned everything and from the film negatives in high def, they literally had to recut every episode exactly as it was cut. Because uh, when it was shot on film, it was scanned into video and then. Sh- and then edited on video, and all the effects were added in on video. So they had to redo all of the special effects from scratch. So it looks better. It 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 looks amazing, and it looks so close. Did they have to CG out the men in dresses in the first couple episodes? <laughs> no, they oh, left well. those in. See, there's a problem. Did but they I mean, CG they did out the first Doctor? The first Doctor, the second yeah. Doctor, that one. Pulaski. was second yeah. season. Did they, that just comes the out whole this first fall. season. Did they? Did they just replace her with McCoy? That would be awesome. <laughs> Pulaski was supposed to be the female version of McCoy and failed miserably. Uh, she was, she was actually at, uh, Diana Muldura was actually at the convention, and I actually wanted to go listen to her talk 
because she was also on two episodes. Was she gonna of the address Pulaski hate? Why does everyone not like me? Why don't you fans like Pulaski? No, I, I didn't make it over there because that I was. was uh, Paul, tell me about the around. Classic Games Expo. Yeah, I went to this too. It was awesome. It was. He awesome. spent a lot of money. It was good. Nah, I spent like two bones, but I got some good stuff. Uh, yeah, lots of uh, good titles available. Stuff's getting harder to get. I'm happy with the collection that I have already. Uh, I've got a lot of the games that I've always wanted. I mean, I still have games from when I was a kid. It's the same games that I was playing when I was 15. Uh, in the same you know, room you had when you were 15. Pretty much. Uh, well, it's expanded and gotten better. But, uh, yeah, um, like uh, the games that you'd really, really want, they didn't necessarily have there except for like $200 price point. Uh-huh. Like, the really hard to get stuff is like at 120 to 170 right now. Um, yeah, but see, you're a collector. You can, I'm more of a nostalgist, so I'm just happy with anything. Well, precisely. I mean, well, I can get, you know, and I'm happy with anything. I bought Rad Racer and Rad Racer 2 for three bucks a piece. You know what I mean? There's, there's Ooh, some stuff that I'm game. filling out my uh, collection with with some silly stuff that's just kind of fun. Um, yeah, and I bought the old Mario games again to have on NES carts, even though I've got those back home. Uh, I bought Mega Man 1, so now I have all the Mega Mans, uh, even though that, that, that one is still back home too. But that's kind of my brother's cart, so, you know, if he ever wants that, he can have it. Now I've got my own copy and whatnot. Love so. Uh, I bought a uh, an SP for thirty bucks. Got a Game Boy SP for thirty bucks uh, just to get an, an SP again because it plays old Game Boy games. Right. I, I, I just I'm I'm being uh, I have redundant systems now. I have now uh, four ways to play classic Game Boy games. Um, <laughs> wow! I have four ways to play classic Game Boy games, um, and uh, well, five if you count uh, uh, emulators. Sorry, you're, you're not a collector. You're Boy obsessive. Boy. Yeah. Did you ever get the Game Boy Player for the GameCube? I had that. I got rid of my GameCube and I got I rid of the totally player I totally forgot too. about that. Yeah. That snapped on the bottom. Yeah, that works too. Yeah. What I, I really liked there was the championship thing. They did the they did a tournament. We still need mm-hmm. to check our scores, by the way. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, what they did was, if you remember the Nintendo World Championships in 1990, the thing that the film The Wizard, for starring Fred Savage, yeah. was about. They Power had glow. yeah, they had a a, a recreation of that cartridge there. And one for the campus challenge. And you could play them both and win a little trophy. It was I neat. like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Had all we, sorts we of little contests there. They did. So far, we, we were scored six, six and seven, seven out of everybody. And we didn't even try. Our second time around, just for shits and giggles, we scored awesome. But we, you know, whatever. We were here for that. Huh? Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph was there. Big presence for Wreck It Ralph, the new Disney uh, movie with uh, John C. Riley and Sarah Silverman. Really looking forward to that. And, and they the even arcade had the video machine. game there. Yeah. They had the Flick, Fix It Felix yeah. distressed cabinet. Looked like it was from the eighties. Nice, really nice. I got to meet Chris Kohler. Who's One of only two in Wire. the world, right? Yeah, the cabinet. Two in the world. Of course, the best thing was the video game museum, which is expanded, and they're close to putting that thing in a building. Yeah, and, and it's it's it expanding even nice. more. I mean, they've. They've got a bunch of stuff that they were not even able to put in that. They're hunting for lots of good stuff. There. We bought a lot of ColecoVision games. Yes. Now ask me if I have a ColecoVision. No. I assume the answer is no. I did, growing up. And, of course, like seeing all these things, I'm like, oh, my God, I had this as a kid. And, oh, my God. So, of course, I had to buy Qbert in the box. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. And then because I got Qbert, <laughs> I had to pick up the other games I remember. So I had to pick up Smurfs, and I had to pick up Zaxxon. Smurfs was good on Qbert. I liked Smurfs. That was a side scroller and a half. Man. It was a good game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I picked up Mr. Do and oh Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior. So now we have to get a Coleco. Mm-hmm. Did so you pick up that, that really awesome, overly complicated controller that the ColecoVision had? No, but I remember that thing, and I loved it. Yeah. There were I lots of little things I saw for the Coleco in the uh, in the museum. I didn't even know Coleco had that many little peripherals or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Atari just had the, the paddles. 
right? Star Raiders thing. Yeah, there's a lot of things. Plug into the Coleco Vision. That was it. And the Star Raiders little keyboard. But yeah, lots of other really nice, nice. Uh, enthusiasts. Like I said, Chris Kohler was there. He couldn't have been nicer. Uh, if you ever interested in any, any kind of uh, classic video game stuff, he does uh, Antiques Video Game Roadshow uh, nice. stuff. At, uh, oh, yeah, we at, saw him uh, filming. What do you call it? Yeah. At um, uh, PAX. He always has a really great panel, and there's really interesting stuff to listen to him talk about classic games. He has a insanely encyclopedic knowledge of classic video game I love systems. love those people. The guy is nuts for it, and he's he couldn't have been nicer, like I said. And then, you know... Uh, uh, 8-Bit Weapon and Computer, weapon and we're, computer playing. we're here playing games. I bought uh, some more music from them. Barry bought me a, a disc from them. Uh, our boy Steve from uh, Game World out here in Vegas. If you're in Vegas looking for your video game classic fix, Game World up there on Charleston, West Charleston. It's the spot. It's like going to the Classic Video Game Expo every day. He's also got <laughs> tons of magic cards and stuff. He's nuts with the stuff. It's but awesome. the best thing to happen is that now, from this that day forward... Jeff can no longer say I never read anything. Babe. I never read anything. Babe. But I never say that a lot. Well, I'll allow Jeff to tell this story. Okay. All right. So the shortened version, though, we got yeah, short one. Short version. When you get your ticket, they give you a game cart. You got to go take the game cart. You got to go plug it in a twenty-six hundred. If you get a certain screen for Sword Quest series, ah, the old twenty-six hundred. Yeah, the old twenty-six hundred Sword Quest series. Then you take it over to the little booth, and then they give you another cart, and you got to take it over, plug it in. And see if you get like the next one. Earthworld. They're basically looking for the Earthworld. the four elements: earth, air, fire, water. Cause right. Airworld was the one that was never released. Yeah, the final in the, the series. final one, the final even, series. Even the Waterworld one is hard to find. There yeah. was a there was a big prize that was supposed to be given away because it was a part of a in, whole yeah the um, chalice, a sword, chalice. and a couple other things. Right. It was, yeah. The, the crown like was the first thing. The sword was was rumored to have been made, but but it's probably in somebody's private collection. Because uh, nobody knows, seems to know that worked to the company if or when it was ever. But yeah, I remember the anyway. chalice in the comic book that came with the yeah. game. Google yeah, Sword exactly. Quest. Find this out. This is a pretty yes. cool stuff. It's a cool comic book. So uh, I only got to do two draws, and I got um, I got Earth and Fire uh, World. and Fire okay. World, and gave it to the guy, and I'm like, they're like, oh, we're gonna do the other two draws tomorrow. I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna be here tomorrow. He's like, well, if you want to put your name number down, um, we'll draw for you. And if you win, you know, we'll give you a call. So, anyway, Sunday we're at the cabana all day and having fun at the pool. And I pop my phone out and I've got voicemail. Sure enough, apparently I won the whole big grand you prize. You did it! I did. Holy smoke. I got, <laughs> I got a replica of the chalice from the comic book. I got a t-shirt for Sword Quest. That on the front, uh, the I front would, lapel says uh, buy that shirt CGE two K twelve, and then on the back it says that, yeah. Sword Quest, and then it's got the three. I'll show them. Shirt, I'll show yeah. it all. I will here. offer you cash money wow. on the I'm table. Glad you won. And uh, well, that was that you was really supposed to be the win. surprise, but Barry spilled the beans yesterday. I know, but you're a big winner. That's fucking big great. winner. And then they actually made a twenty six hundred cart for Airworld. That was never ever made or released for uh, the twenty six hundred. They made a, a custom cart that uh, uh, with with Place a custom it. label that says Airworld on it, and you plug it in, and I mean all it gives you is the title screen. But, but you still, know, that's something that never existed. But who cares? You get the chal a replica. I got of the, the chalice. chalice. 
So are you going to eBay this stuff? Or are you going to try and make some? I think we're going to keep it. Yeah, it's good. Keep it forever. It'll 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 go into the the set collection. collection, That's a really cool nerd thing. It really is. It is a pretty cool. Wow, you won the whole fucking thing. I was on because Jeff can't say I never win nothing ever again. Because motherfucker walks out to his car and picks up a twenty five dollar chip. Just like oh yeah, Friday night leaving off the floor. Yeah. Friday, yeah. Was Leaving the check mm-hmm. Jeff's yeah. a big winner. Yeah, Friday night, leaving the Rio. Big winner, Jeff. I'm walking along, and I look down wow, on the carpet, the and there's a $25 uh, poker chip. God well, damn. good on you, buddy. Way to go. So, yeah. Hilarious. This weekend, duh, winning. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Wow, nice. Resurrect- now that's resurrecting. Yeah, Resle- I resurrected it. I'm bringing it back. God, but it, it was, back already? The atmosphere is so nice at that classic gaming convention. Uh, yeah, it like, was. So, uh, it's so relaxed. You're with so many nice people. I mean, there was I never got any attitude that whole day. I felt just at home. And really, really. Of everything that happened that weekend, uh, that was the thing that I missed the most, and, and that includes Barry coming to town. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if you're wondering what we've been doing in Houston, it's really simple. We've been playing board games and sweating our asses off. So you've <laughs> We're been bored and playing board games? Okay, yeah. When you step outside and you can't breathe because it's so It's not quite humid. that bad, but it's close. It's yeah. ridiculously humid here. Oh, cry. Cry me a river. But you will never go thirsty. No. It's funny because ridiculously humid for us is when it's in 20%. the, the 20s, yeah. 20 yeah, to 30s. Kinda, I, I don't think it's been higher, except for when it rains. Yeah. It hasn't really been higher than 30%. 9% sucks. Yeah, 9% does Okay, suck. talking about the weather now. News you don't give a shit about. There we go. It was a segue. Nice. Yeah. That, yeah. yeah. That's not, segue. We did that on purpose. <laughs> it's really hot. I want here. a segue. Alf creator. Yes. Paul Ooh. Fusco. I hey, care about this. We care. Has been talking for a while now about how the world needs a reboot of the beloved 80s alien, and now he's getting his wish. Yes! Alf is coming to the big screen. Yep. Not TV. Uh, CGI. No. Yep. CGI Alf. A, a hybrid no. live action CGI remake is yep. being handled Aww. by Jordan Kerner. Same guy with the Jordan Smurfs. Kerner is the man behind the train wreck that was last year's Smurfs movie. Yep. Uh oh. Hollywood Reporter says Kerner will produce, produce the film along with original creators Fusco and Tom Patchett. Uh, for the uninitiated, uh, the ALF franchise was a popular sitcom that focused on a smart, uh, furry, smart Alec uh, alien but puppet. The thing is that he's a puppet. Yeah. The series ran for years and spawned a few TV movies, and yes, that you are not getting a puppet. Don't forget the cartoon. Uh, yeah. The yeah, cartoon yeah, I will forget the cartoon. The cartoon. I will no, certainly the cartoon forget the cartoon. Was fun. Okay. I yeah, sure. I want to see. Um, it. He could work as a CG character. I he mean, could, but if anybody he's saw Ted to be a puppet. recently, yeah, that, that's not directed by Ted. It's like the Muppets. No, that, could you imagine watching the Muppets in CGI? No way. Oh yeah, we Muppet did. We just watched point. the last movie. Uh, have you seen uh, Dinosaur Train? That's no. what you get. I've not seen Dinosaur Train. Train. Dinosaur Train is... You haven't seen Dinosaur Train? I don't know what that is. Uh, I watch baby shows. But Dinosaur (laughs) Dinosaur Train is... It sounds like the most awesome kids show that ever be produced by the title alone. I wish. But it's Henson's Henson's CGI division. And Uh, it's about dinosaurs that have a train. Okay, but it's not the Muppets. No, but it's it's Henson. It's an extension of Muppets. Deb, for 100 points, what's Alf's real name? I don't remember. I know. Gordon Gordon Shumway. Shumway. Yeah. Jesus Christ. We had uh, the great poster. Turn your nerd card in. One of my oh, friends, uh, Travis, had the poster of Alf for President nice. uh, oh, in his yeah. garage, and he was throwing it out when he was moving, and I grabbed that and put it in the damn alien room. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Right. 
Yeah. Slap him for throwing Good it. Old. Is, it, is it in your collection that's still at your parents' house? I don't have it anymore. No, no. I mean, we put it in the back room so with we the can slap you stuff. now. Oh, okay. Where, when we were at Star Trek, so it was like uh, Alpha President, because of course the aliens would right. vote for Alpha. Absolutely. What, what did Alpha stand, stand for? for? Eating Alien cats. Alien life forms. <laughs> that, that's right. You're both right. <laughs> Willie, give me five minutes with your cat. Alf, I'm tired of coming home. Cat was the refrigerator being raided, and that's the cat William, that's William Shatner running everywhere. That's Why? Shatner. It's actually, slightly Christopher Walken. I think cat is euphemism for penis. Shatner. Christopher Shatner. <laughs> Alf, my wife was raped. Christopher Shatner. I blame you. <laughs> Alf suddenly goes very dark. Ooh. Warner Brothers Television and the CW. Just green, greenlit another spooky series set in modern times. <laughs> this one with Ichabod Crane as an FBI oh, agent. Oh, God. Oh. Okay, so it's like Grimm? That's Guys, right. Grimm is boo. There, no, yes, it no, is. It's I can't the one. You're missing the larger point here. It is so dumb. Uh, the larger point is there are two Sleepy Hollow TV shows in the works. Yeah. What? Yeah, there's one. NBC's doing one, La- right? Back last month, we talked about the Transformers writing team of Alex Kurtman, Ro- Roberta Orsi, pitching a big Sleepy Hollow drama with Total Recall's Len Wiseman attached to direct for Fox. It was described as a modern-day supernatural thriller based in Washington, Irving's Yawn. 1820 tale. Their fo- story follows Ichabod Crane. Uh. As he joins up with Sleepy Hollow's tough female sheriff to battle the forces of good and evil. Oh now, the CW take from screenwriters Patrick McManus and uh, Greg Sharborough uh, sticks Ichabod Crane in a black FBI suit investigating a rash of ritual beheadings in the legendary burg of Sleepy Hollow. Both projects capitalize on Burton's 1999 outing. Snore. So, yeah, not only do we get one uh, really insipid tale, we get two. In the same goddamn. So soon in your and office, the, you'll be able to overhear such conversational topics as so. So which Sleepy Hollow series do you watch? And it's not only that you it, can throw acid they're, in them, both their faces. And it's not like they're they're both in modern times. It's not like one has an interesting yeah, concept versus the other. They're both, they're both for the same equally thing. bad. None of it's Yawn. interesting. If you've watched Grimm, you go, oh, this doesn't work. I no. tried watching an episode. I, I watched the get first through episode. I yeah, I watched either, half yeah. of it and totally drifted away and went and did the dishes. The dishes were more than Graham. I hate the dishes. <laughs> I have to do the dishes all the time. I'm this close to buying the, the really good-looking paper dishes because I hate dishes so much. Those are good. I lived that way for a while. I was That's kidding. You were times. serious. Yeah, I've done it. Wow. He did when he had the, the Pokemon apartment. Yeah, I had plastic or paper plates. There's so many things wrong with that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> Just go. Guys, Just go. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I have the, the Mario Brothers bathroom now. It's awesome. Yes, you do. Yeah, it's That's great. That's not bad, actually. Repeatedly. It's really cool. Well, it, it bears repeating because <laughs> it's badass. An early leaked script of the Jose Padilla RoboCop reboot has cast a very dark shadow over the production. Uh-oh, what? Uh, Drew McQueenie of Hit Fix tried to get through the script, allegedly penned by Joshua Zertner and Nick Shank. McQueenie? He was not impressed and took to Twitter to release his anger over turning uh, RoboCop into, quote, cop on steroids painted metallic blue, unquote. Uh, Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, here's a few of McWeenie's best online meltdowns over the show. I've, I've reduced it down to these. Uh, quote, ah, they now just ro- uh, dropped RoboCop 3.0 into an Al-Qaeda training camp to see what he does. Oh, no. 
Oh God, oh dear God, RoboCop is a transformer. He goes from social mode to combat mode and back. Full oh. transformation. Oh, oh man, what did they do? Someone shows Pope, head of the OCP project, some mock-ups for RoboCop action figures, and he says, Are you kidding? I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. Oh, ah! And I'll say this. Once the script stops all the winky-winky crap and just starts telling a story, it's not terrible, but it's way too late. Oh, uh, Yeah. And, and there, he said a hell of a lot more. So go on, go online Drew and check McGuini. it out if you want to see more Burn of what he had to say McGuini? about it. There's like four he used to different. Work for Ain't it cool? Okay, yeah. uh, I'm I'm pretty sure I met his parents on uh, one of my cruise ships. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Not not no maybe not him. Uh, no, maybe, yes, I, I think I think it was him. He used to have a different handle on uh, on uh, Ain't it cool? And I, and I recognized the handle they told me. Oh, okay, I gave my ugly couch show card. Because we talked for a little bit in the elevator after they'd seen one of my shows. Time. Well, they'd seen one of my shows and were checking yeah. me up. So I was like, okay, because they were like, oh yeah, our son's in this. Nerd, nerd, nerd power. Nude don't give a shit about. Although the Icelandic men's Olympic handball team was eliminated, a few of its members can make a claim that few other professional handball players can. The 2008 silver medalists can say that they are featured in the Icelandic Phallological Museum. Museum. What is a, a what? A what museum? The Icelandic Phallological Museum. Phallological is a museum uh, featuring uh, every manner of dork, dong, wanger, twanger, stick, wick, and one I love. Yeah, yeah, we talked about this on the show before. Yeah, they have big penises, small penises, human penises, and as of 2008, professional handball player penises. The fine folks over at the Icelandic Phallological Museum caught handball fever and decided to celebrate the team with a silver statuette for each member's dong. Now, that Kate, country is so small, yet they can afford space for a dick museum. In case you were wondering, the team didn't line up after the game to make plaster casts. Uh, Thord, uh, I'm going to try this out. This, this oh, name. here we go. Yeah. Thorgder. 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 Who the wiener in the statue? Who the wiener statue? Who the boo? Who the doo? Doing the mouth, Barry. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a visual joke. <laughs> the artist behind the statues said that uh, she didn't use any models, but sculpted the team members members from experience. Whoa! Seriously? Oh, yeah. Uh, so this girl nice. gets around, and they're all like, "Yeah, let her do it." Uh, okay. Apparently, that means from sculpting Johnsons in the past, not any personal intimacy with any of the team members. I'll read it how I read. Yeah, they were playing some handball. <laughs> the uh, dingalings are displayed in a case, a glass dingalings. case. <laughs> they say dingalings. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. The dingalings are displayed in a glass case underneath a photo of the 2008 team, and tour guides are encouraged to guess which one belongs to which player. Oh, boy. Next time you're in Iceland, you know where to go. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. Uh, Did Jeff just go to the bathroom? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. 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 It's my shtick. (laughs) I would have announced such. News don't give a shit about. Joystick reports that Konami has recently issued a patch for the Silent Hill HD collection which was released for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 in March earlier this year. The patch is meant to address several issues, including those relating to very low frame rates and faulty audio synchronization. Mm. 
However, the patch has only been released for users on the PlayStation 3, mm-hmm. with Konami stating that the update that was slated for release on the Xbox 360 has been canceled due to, quote, technical issues and resources. Mm-hmm. In other words, uh, too expensive and too hard to fix, unquote. Uh, despite effectively dropping support for Silent Hill HD Collection, players on the Xbox 360, Konami has stated it intends to continue selling this version. So now the headline officially reads, Konami intentionally sells broken game. Oh, that's funny. Wow. wow. That's... I wonder why. I, I bet um, it might have something to do with how much it costs to release patches on Xbox. Mm-hmm. Or they just can't figure out how to fix the Xbox version. Or that. Wow. Which does seem to be a plausible explanation in well, this case. Well, I've followed this story for a little bit. This is the, the HD remake of mm-hmm. uh, Silent Hill. Yeah, apparently when they were putting this compilation together to start with, all that they were they went back to try and find all the game code and it's broken and piecemeal it's not even an entire game like i mean it, it works but it's cobbled together from different sources it's not like Ugh. they had one gold press disc of the final game copy they went they had they lost that that's so they had to go back and and kind of patch Holy it up shit. that's it's just a, piss poor project it's a frankenstein monster of a game wow it's bad it's been bad from the start and it's in my collection folks yep. of course it is I'm personally injured PlayStation or Xbox version? The Xbox version is bad. The Xbox version. Nice. Loser. Weekend Geek! NBC is embracing supervillains for a new series dubbed Hench. The new TV series is based on a comic created by Adam Beechin and Manny Bello. The story follows a down-on-his-luck average Joe who starts doing temp work for supervillains to make ends meet. The series is being written by Alexandra Cunningham whose previous TV credits include Prime Suspect, Fast Lane, and Desperate Housewives. Is it like tongue-in-cheek, or is it serious? Uh, it's tongue-in-cheek. It seems I, like it'd okay. be tongue-in-cheek. This is, this is, if I'm not mistaken, if I recall this right, I've had so many weird nerd conversations, but I'm pretty sure Wait, ever? Yeah. my pal Nug is a friend of this guy who put this comic together. Okay. And it's like he starts off as like um, almost a mortician and then has to go and do all these he, it's like he has to choose between which villain he wants to work for as a temp guy and it's really horrible work and yeah well it says it's not the first attempt to bring this obscure comic to life a film version starring Danny McBride was mounted in 2009 okay. but it never made it out of development all so right. obviously it's going to be a comedy has anyone here read Inch? anyone seen no. it? no I haven't I've heard it's, it's I, fairly I, obscure if, if this is the one I've heard described to me it's pretty fun the premise is pretty damn funny okay Maybe yeah. I'll check it out. It's pretty good. Though, you know, if the art's good, because I'm real picky about my art and my comics. Yeah, yes. I feel you. You reading As that you, have you reading that Fraction X Men? Have you read that Fraction X Men run? No, I don't usually do superhero Ooh, comics. I like beautiful. them. Beautiful. Then it's not what it's I collect. It's so pretty. It's so pretty, dude. Yeah. That's what I mean, you talk about you want you junkie for the art. Mm, yeah. So good. The security of battle.net has been compromised. Yeah. Blizzard President Mike Morhaime has announced earlier this week the breach has since been found and closed, but not before a big old list of usernames, answers to security questions, and data related what? to Blizzard's special Battle.net authenticator software was taken from their servers. What's that guy's name? Wow. The big guy who uh, who does the rants, uh, Just Michael? Oh, what is his name? Um, Paul? Shit. No. You're talking <laughs> the about guy the guy the that's, uh, that was wheezing? And, yeah, he uh, screams and... Paul! Oh, oh angry, God, I know. Angry video game nerd? No. No, there's a big, Where's large the guy. Chris, it starts with a G character. or something? I don't even know. I can't remember his name right now, but anyway. Gamera. He had a really funny <laughs> rant about this. 
Gamera. Yeah, his name's Gamera. <laughs> uh, Morhema, turtle man. Gordon addressing the community via notice on the Blizzard website, recommends that everyone with an account change their passwords immediately. Oh, if, but we should do that when we Yeah, have. probably. If yeah. users haven't played World of Warcraft or StarCraft or Diablo 3 in the last couple of days, they will be asked to change their password automatically the next time they log into the service. Not true, because I just did that on my own, and it didn't ask me shit. Fun. Now we probably because in fact, I logged in playing. with my original <laughs> password Somebody on else there is already playing on your old it password, goofball. Uh, Just keeping it warm for you. They reported that no credit card numbers, billing addresses, or other financial information was taken. But if your next bank statement says you spent $3,000 on horse mounts this month, you'll know why. (laughs) Horse mounts. The long-threatened Bill & Ted sequel is happening. What? Uh, Officially. And now Keanu Reeves has spilled exactly what the world-saving rock stars will be up to in the modern age. Ooh. He's actually agreed to do it. Yeah, they're both back. Yeah, it's well, I can picture the other guy, but Frost. Yeah, Alex Winter's Reeves? funny, man. Winter, not Frost. Alex Winter. Yeah, Winter Frost. <laughs> Alex Winter's like a director now. Yes, he he's is. funny, dude. He that the shit. idiot yeah, box is fucking funny, man. In an interview with GQ, Reeves said, "Quote: One of the plot points is that these two people have been crushed by the responsibility of having to write the greatest song ever written and to change the world, and they haven't done it." So everybody's like, where's the song? The guys have just drifted into Esoteria and lost their rock. Why don't they just go forward in the future to hear the song? We go on this expedition, go into the future to find out if we wrote the song. Uh Uh-huh. Look at you. Look at me. And one one future (laughs) us refuses to tell us. Another future us blames us for their lives because we didn't write the song, so they're living this terrible life. In one version, we're in jail. In another, we're some kind of highway motel, and they hate us. So they go into very, apparently multiple futures, possible futures. Hmm. So that's one of the plot points. That could be. It could work. From a nerd standpoint, and I'm going to put on the nerd voice for this. Thank you. Thank you the for nerd that, too. Voice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, the, nerd, the nerd within me would say I, that I, I they're need. screwing up the timeline because in the previous movies, it's clear, it's clear that fate you, you ate plays, a bugger there. plays a part in how Bill and Ted's oh, Ex- Adventure Universe works because you, there's cause and effect, but just, there's fate. It, you cannot change it. The spitting in the, in the just, snot it's is It's just running into his sick. mouth. That's, uh, that's uh, Francis. That's his name. He sounds like that. The guy who rants. Francis. That's right. That's, 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 that voice right there opened up that. It that, did. That, it just, uh, it, it rescued the whole thing. But it's true. They're screwing up timeline. Wow. How the timeline works. And <clears throat> Bill and Ted. Not that it's a real hard and fast like universe. Yeah. I mean, if, they yeah. came back from the dead. They went to the future as well. The what original? was Station? Station. Huh? Station. Yeah. What was it? I don't know. It was a really smart pair of twins that could make one giant twin or one giant but creature and then split back was apart. It? it was a funky alien. It's been a long time apparently since I've seen this movie. I assume these are in this movie. <laughs> yes. Otherwise we went in a weird track. It has been a long time. Yes. Oh, and Bill and Ted's uh, Bogus Journey you mean? Yes. Okay, I only saw that one once. Station were Me too. the smartest yeah. scientists Originally I saw a zillion times, but... They have to make a third movie, so like Highlander, they can discount the second movie. As it ah. never happened? But the second one was okay. Not that I the mean, third one helped. What? It was in the spirit of the first one. Oh, please, please defend that story. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Seriously. Before I tear it apart, go ahead. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. 
Uh, there's a reason I saw it That's once it? and barely remember anything of it. Because it was forgettable what, what, what and it was ridiculous. Because when I think of Highlander, I think of bringing the funny. So No, not Highlander. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, I thought you went to Highlander. No. Oh. You can't defend that film at all. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Yeah. How am I not? Why? It's bogus. Uh, right in the title, for one. Uh, the, uh, I I do remember Bill creepy, to to hell the creepy Easter Bunny or whatever. Yeah, that, that was... Game with Station. Death. Come the on. games with Death. Bill yeah, Sadler is Death. The Grim Reaper. That's classic. That's cheesy. Really and 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 the Bill yeah. Sadler is the Grim Reaper. Oh my God! What more do you Bill need? Bill Ted's Excellent Adventure makes me want to swallow so many pills. I just pass out. Oh, I and love then the set myself on fire. The before first one's the best. Excuse me, but you're the best. You just said Excellent time. Adventure. I mean, sorry. Focus journey. You, you, your argument just defeated yourself. Yes. You don't know what you're talking about. If you like Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, write us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. I haven't forgotten the goddamn email. I, I, can't, I can't wait to read those. <laughs> AgeekInTexas.com. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> the chances of seeing a Daredevil reboot from 20th Century Fox seems to be getting slimmer. Good. First, uh, director David Slade backed off the project to work on TV. Excellent. With Slade out of the mix, Fox has been uh, searching for another director to fill his shoes with one strong candidate for the job, uh, Joe Carnahan, who had a hit earlier this year with The Grey. Just last week, Carnahan was so upset with the project that he had tweeted this. First, Man Without Fear. DD fans will be very pleased if they saw the things I've seen of late. Very, very pleased. <laughs> wow, but, that's very, very big. But it seems uh. that the excitement might have been premature. Carnahan again took to the Twitter to say, Think my idea for a certain retro, red-suited, Serpico-styled superhero went up in smoke today, kids. Yeah, he also tweeted, We shall see. Time is not on anyone's side. Unquote. Oh now, whether this means the entire project is in trouble or just Carnahan's version of it is unclear, but he's definitely right in saying time is not on Fox's side. They need to get some kind of Daredevil flick in production this fall or they will lose the rights to Marvel. Like uh, X-Men and like Fantastic Four and all the Marvel movies that aren't under Marvel... I I so desperately want to see them done right, but in my mind, I'm kind of waiting for the day, years from now, when all those rights go back to Marvel so that they can make their super movie. Yeah, conce conceivably, that could never happen. Conceivably, could happen. As long as they, they, they keep renewing that option right by making movies. And I hate that they could do that because they're just ruining the chance for a big, giant crossover movie, which would be awesome. And you know, that's it, what I'm waiting for. It was a dumb time in Marvel's history when they went private and sold all of this stuff off to people Super that dumb. they didn't care about. Yeah. So. And now all those people are just making movies just to not lose the license. Not because they want to make a movie. Not because they're just like, oh, wow, I really love this Daredevil treatment. No, they just want to make a movie to make a movie now. Oh, yeah. That but, sucks. But to be fair, uh, Amazing Spider-Man was one of those made under that. Uh, the X-Men... Who, who is scratching their microphone? Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. It's all right. I was falling asleep over here. I, oh. Uh. <laughs> but the new X-Men movie is also a film. Class, that was yeah. the one that was was the movie made to retain the license. So that good. one's okay. I enjoyed they're, it. They're starting to new learn some lessons. From, no, I enjoyed it. Mer. I enjoyed it much more than the last Spider-Man movie, but official Spider-Man Three is terrible. Because Barry and I were exactly. going seeing it. Was it it's the it's best incarnation I liked of Spider-Man in that I think Jay Garfield is a fan. 
not Jay Garfield. What's his fucking name? Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield is an amazing Spider-Man. I'm sure he is, but it's still not <laughs> in the official yeah, Marvel universe yet. Well, but it's yeah. in the Sony. Sony is never going to let that go. No, they'll never no. let Spider-Man go. Never, Damn ever. it. Never, that ever, cash. ever. And Fantastic but, Four will stay, too. But stay right I now. think there's a chance, with all the money that's flying around, I think there is a snowball's chance that... Spider-Man might make a cameo in the second or third. Yeah, Avengers. they could come That's to that true. agreement. You heard about that Oscorp thing, right? We talked. You guys talked about that, I think, once, right? Where, or maybe I they read it on the put, internet. They were going to put it in. Yeah, they were going to put the Oscorp building in the Avengers, but it was already the scene was already rendered, and yeah. it just didn't get to happen. They okay. had permission. They just couldn't get it in. Time. See, yeah, there, there, yeah, there's gonna. I mean, there'll be some backroom deals money on to the get table, this character happens, in, yeah. and we can we'll use this guy. Happens, yeah. Yeah, you just have Spider-Man swing by, yeah. Say something clever. See, now the difficulty is with with uh, Sony and Spider-Man. What kind of options do they have for other characters to bring in? Because can they just keep pulling from Spider-Man's villains? Or I think they have the rights to like the Spider-Man villain canon. Okay, so because they're the talking other? Sinister Six for this. Canon's the worst villain of all Spider-Man. Oh, <laughs> I am Canon. Suck my balls. <laughs> Boom! Wow. What are the well, odds of Sony the worst and Marvel phrase, actually yeah. getting together on a movie? Does that happen ever? Not likely. Mm. Why? Because they have a <laughs> bank-making license and they're never going to give it up. Well, it's Disney that, versus Spider-Man. Universal Studios money. and shit That now. contract prints money yeah. for them. Well, without that, we'll never see a really proper uh, Infinity Gauntlet movie. Because there's so many other characters involved in that. Well, now, Spidey is in that. Spidey, Surfer, Avengers. Surfer might come loose, X-Men, Strange. Surfer might come loose. They're, they're talking that Surfer Strange could is come. coming. Strange is, is in the Marvel house, I thought. Yeah, that's they, they, they have that one. Yeah, that Strange movie is, is on coming. its way. Um, there's, there, you know, and they, I'm Love sure they've Strange. got Adam Warlock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nobody wants Adam Warlock. <laughs> I mean, Don't you have to have Adam Warlock, though? I mean... They're into that one, that weird one with the chipmunk. A movie compared oh, yeah, to a yeah. comic, I mean, you have to still limit the amount of characters, even if there's a multitude of characters exactly. involved. Yep. You have to, or it'll just be way too much. Or it becomes the green stupid lantern. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that was the movie's problem. Too I, don't, I didn't see the movie. I don't know what the... I think the problem was Ryan Reynolds. I didn't see the movie, but... Yeah, that movie had one too many superpowers. One too many Ryan Reynolds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had a villain that was a cloud. Again? Yeah. Uh, what in the hell? I know. That was that was the oh big dumb, boy. in my opinion. Oh, the, the ooh! I'm glad I never saw that piece. Of shit. It's almost the same <laughs> cloud too. If yeah. You look, if you watch, the if movie. you want to watch it, watch it for Mark Strong as yeah. Sinestro. I Ryan watch Reynolds, shit. He's, de- he's better as Deadpool. I think he's way better. The as Deadpool. OS stuff's great. The, the OA looks great. Yeah. I'm watching shit. You're gonna watch it. No, nope. we're, we're gonna peel your eyes Ryan back. Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. Picture him. Playing the same character he played in Blade Three. Clockwork, clockwork Orange. Yeah, that's ass. what he yeah. does. Yeah, yeah, you're not on the same page there. No way. <laughs> Cannon. No, not my Ludwig van. Suck my balls. Suck my balls. Avast. Avast. That's his catchphrase. Avast. I'm Cannon. Boom. Yeah, he's a pirate. <laughs> he lives on. He lives on a pirate ship. And he's got just oh, cannon for wang. He shoots his own balls. He's like people. eight cannons. Eight. Yep. Where are the other ones? All over him. You think of a hole, that's where it oh comes God. out. Oh, God. He got his nose on. holes, yes, his mouth please. hole. Thank now Barry's counting. Holes, his wiener hole and his butthole. Isn't that eight? One, that's two, two three, three, four, five. Four, five. Six, seven. Six, seven. And his eye holes. Only that, one eye. That's hard. So eight. That's hard to dodge. Yeah. Uh, he shoots really from every dodge. orifice. 
Yeah. You've clearly put way too much just, in thought just into this. Just stay in his back. It'll be all right. Huh? He's well, got his asshole cannon. Thing to dodge. He has a butthole cannon. Well, is his back? Oh, yeah, okay. Just so jump when he shoots. Just jump from his butt. Does or your butt shoot things straight out the back of you? You could. Uh, and you when he comes back, he has a colostomy bag, and so he's very mobile. Oh, I have to bring. If you jumped on the cannon on his butt. <laughs> And, and then he's got a tea his bag, too. Cannon, you'd be oh safe. Bag is one of be nothing that could hit you. Moving on. <laughs> if you read yes. that. We hey, found you, his weakness. You wanted me to wake he up. He gets I'm no awake. comic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, work started about a month ago on Mad Max Fury Road, the fourth installment of the post-apocalyptic franchise. Fury Road! We'll let have Mel Gibson. We'll let have Mel Gibson. Willy, 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 And the studio has finally Crazy released a synopsis point. for the film. The sequel... <laughs> From the mind of Mad Max creator George Miller stars Tom Hardy as the title role. Yeah! And, Char- and Charlize Theron. According mm, to Miller, wow. Mad Max is caught up with a group of people fleeing across the wasteland in a war rig driven by Imper- Imp- well, Imperator Furiosa. This movie is an account of the Road Warrior which follows. It is based on the word burgers of the... <laughs> The wait, the who? Wait. Are you fucking speaking English right now? You're just throwing a bunch of words out. Yes, yeah, seriously. This is word a, burger. <laughs> this is one of the hard. I've one heard of, the of a turd burger. But a word burger. Out as when I wrote it oh, down. Try it again. Uh, it is based on the word burgers of the history men and eyewitness I accounts. Still got nothing. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I assume Who's this a is a word burglar. Just English it for us. I steal the words. Word burglar. Nom nom nom. I stole nom 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 nom. I assume the word burgers of the history. The word burglar. The word burgers of the history. The herd burglar is a fictional book. The burglar is a cow stealer. Is based on from that time period. Word burglars of the history. Not burglars. Burgers. Burgers of the history. Word burgers. Word burger. Does it matter? I'm sure it'll come up. Oh wow! I didn't know it was based on a novel. The film is currently shooting in Africa, and a release date has yet to be. Way oh, Africa! Africa. They're not, not shooting in Australia. I miss the rains. Oh, so you won't get that crazy Australian guy that's in everything. Bruce, what's his face nope. with the long face? And the... it's going to take him a I lot to do died. the things they never have. No, died? No, he was the voice of Sauron. But uh, he was also in that that damned Sam Raimi slash Robert Tappert TV show too. Uh, Legend of the That's Seeker. the one. Boop. Oh, I loved that show. There we go. Good job. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Legend of the Seeker? I have never cut a mic before, but I'm so goddamn tempted. Legend now. of the I'll Seeker. I liked it. What? And you and you don't like Grimm? <laughs> where's your fucking where's your fucking taste bar? Oh where do you draw the line? Seriously. Where do you draw the line? Uh-huh. Love that Are you a big fan of La Femme Nikita as well? Oh. No, I don't watch Wait a minute. Show. What's that Snow White show you watch? Once upon a time. Yeah, Sarah watches that too. I like it. Boo! <laughs> no, oh my god! You don't understand oh. stuff. Todd loves those series of books. No, no, no. I'm but like read them. the the two episodes that you watched with me physically were causing him pain. Like he was writhing in his seat, just like he was speechless. It was it was it was one of the more bizarre things I've ever seen. And I gave it two more episodes after that before I gave it the official fuck you. And then he couldn't stop talking about how terrible it was. Yeah. I keep threatening yes. to put it in his Netflix queue, and he threatens me with with 
physical pain. Well, that's kind of so. how it was for me with the Golden Compass. Yeah. Because those book series, the books were good. It's no... That movie uh, was horrid. Yeah. Oh, it was ridiculous. It's no Stargate. Star- <laughs> what was wrong with Stargate? He's never seen it. Really? <laughs> he makes fun of it repeatedly. He's never then- seen it. I've seen bits of it. You're a piece of shit. My he's dad ne- likes Stargate seen, Universe. He's never seen one or Stargate episode Atlantis. all the way My through. dad likes Stargate Atlantis. Oh, man. Atlantis was good. Yeah, it was good. I'm sure it had something. My dad liked it, but I hate Stargate. <laughs> he's never seen an episode all the way through. Here's here's how Stargate goes. That explains nothing. It's the, it's the MacGyver theme song. I was going to say, what the hell is that? Uh, and, then, uh, and then it goes, it goes. And that hey, wasn't even the hey, MacGyver hey, theme at hey, all. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm the MacGyver. Uh, I need a Stargate <laughs> over here to get to the stars. And then this guy goes, I'm some kind of alien black guy. What's going on with my face? Woo, woo, woo. And another guy goes, oh, I'm, I'm actually a spy and I'm bad. I'm going to do something. Wait. Oh, open the Stargate, everybody. Wee, here we go. Wee. Wow. Oh, look. Look at all these people that don't like us and are different. Look, this guy kind of looks like a, a, a Egyptian. Hi. I'm kind of like an Egyptian, but I'm not. Hey, I'm a spy and I'm bad. I want to do something behind all the back of the All these parts are played by Swolar, the fat security guard. Hey there, everybody. This is Swolar coming to you about the Stargate collection. I'd like to tell you a little bit about the collection. Uh, I think if, the, if you're hungry for some good times, you want to buy the Stargate. Okay? Moving on. <laughs> I, I, I think he described more Great Space Coaster more than Stargate. Oh, but. Great Space Coaster. I'm MT Promises. <laughs> The Kickstarter for the Android-powered console Ouya has finally come to a close. With announcements like uh, partnerships with Vivo and OnLive, the box folks uh, once thought would fail. It's actually doing pretty well for itself. I saw that. Uh, when the curtain closed, the Ouya raked in a grand total of $8,596,000 when their original goal had been a measly $950,000. So... Good on you, Ouya. Now make something decent. What are they going to do with it? It's just an Android-based console they're going to expect to sell for $99. Open source. Open source. So it's just a a hack machine machine you can play your phone apps on your TV? But uh, if it's Android, yeah. But they're talking about how it's super hackable. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's just going to be a cheap emulator. That's what it's going to be. It's going to end up being... But not only that, but if it's super easily hackable, who on the right mind would want to... create a game for the system well not only that who's going to take it online because yeah. there's, there's going to be god knows how much malware out there for it <laughs> it's going to be yeah. it's going to have challenges be, be but scary. you keep they it off anything about the controller system how are you going to control yeah. it no, well yeah, they, they, they have, have a wireless controller it's going to yeah. be well i mean is it going to be like an xbox controller or is it going to be like it's very similar to the design. xbox you plug something into your mouth what do you it looks know? like yes. a long xbox controller. it is yeah. the mouth connect it's like an xbox controller if you stretched it and you move your tongue around to do things. Awesome. Hey, there's a guy that does that. Broly Legs. That's that right. talked about him. Yeah. Did you see, you got to see that video. Guy. Have you seen him? No. What? He plays in Evo in the fighting competition stuff. The guy's amazing. I actually met him because I was at Caesars for the Evo thing. Um, he does not have much use of his arms and or his legs, and but he has trained himself through the use of one of his hands and his face and using his tongue through his cheek. To press buttons on a 360 controller to fight as Chun Li, and he's really good. Wow, <laughs> he's tournament level good. What crap! You got to see Broly Legs videos. It's very inspirational. I will. He's a cool kid. Chun Li, solid pick. Yep. 
It's been 18 long years since director Terry Gilliam has made a sci-fi movie, and that's about to change. It's been 18 years since 12 Monkeys. Welcome to hell. Good God God damn it. I am so fucking old. old. I love that movie so much. I saw that in the theater. That was one of my favorite things. Shit on me. The next boss of mine used to always call me Brad Pitt from 12 Monkeys because I would freak out sometimes. You still do that. I can see a little bit of that. The former Monty Python animator's resume includes two modern sci-fi classics, the 1985 Brazil and 95's 12 Monkeys. So good. In the 17 years since 12 Monkeys, Gilliam has made hard-to-categorize pictures like Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, as well as more fantasy-themed efforts like The Brothers Grimm and The Imaginarium of Dr. Panassus. I haven't seen either of those, and I'm... I, I like should. the brother. I enjoyed the Brothers Grimm. It's a good movie. Yeah. And the Imaginarium of Dr. Panassus, it was a little just it was odd. Yeah, I saw it suffered from him. Heath Ledger's death. I mean... Well, it did, but yeah, they, they it did it well weird. because the parts that he hadn't filmed were the parts inside, you know, yeah. that Imaginarium, so... It was and, easy to see. And the ideas of, of why you're getting different faces kind of makes sense right. there. Yeah. Right. He's also famous for having lots of projects that never get off the ground for one reason or another. If you've seen that fucking La Mancha documentary, it's awesome. And one of those, uh, The Zero Theorem, is a sci-fi project that's been kicking around at least since 2009, according to Slash Film. And it looks like this will be Gilliam's next movie. Attached to the star, uh, to star as main character, Cohen Leth is Christoph Waltz from Inglorious Bastards and the Green and he was also Green Hornets. So uh, this is the uh, this is what it's about. I don't know if I like that grin or not. Oh boy. Living in an Orwellian corporate world where man cams serve as the eyes of a shadowy figure only known as management. Left. Man cams. Man cams. Sexy. Uh, I used to subscribe to that when I was in college. <laughs> I got out of that. That got you through college. I got out of that phase. Uh, Leth works <laughs> on a solution to the strange theorem while living as a virtual cloistered monk in his home, the shattered in- interior of a fire-damaged chapel. Wait, is he is he honestly a cloistered monk or is he a cloister he's a monk? virtual from, cloistered monk. So he's from Pokemon. Maybe. He's cloister. Yes. The oyster Pokemon. Keep that in mind. <laughs> I dislike you. Move on. You dislike me because you know what cloister is. I just and you like can your see life. it in your mind right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> His isolation and work are interrupted now and then by surprise visits from Bainsley, a flamboyantly lusty love interest who tempts him with, quote, tantric biotelemetric interfacing virtual sex. Wow. What? And Bob. Uh, Ladder is a rebellious whiz kid teenage son of management who, with a combination of insult comedy and evolving true friendship, spurs on Cohen's efforts to solving the theorem. Bob creates a virtual reality interspace suit that will carry carry Cohen on an inward voyage, a close encounter with the hidden dimensions and truth of his own soul. How the hell do you sell this? Wherein lie the bo- answers to both he and management are seeking. The suit and supporting computer technology will perform an inventory of Cohen's soul, either proving or disproving the Zero Theorem. Uh, what? Slash Film had a look at the script three years ago and said it features elements like virtual psychiatrists, cyber-worn suits for journeys into the soul, clones, and the all-seeing management, which recalls the totalian government of Brazil. I was going to say it sounds like Brazil. 
Gilliam often has bad luck with getting his movies financed and launched properly, so keep that in mind. But pre-production has already started in Romania, and shooting is supposed to begin October 22nd. This sounds so difficult to understand. Good for him (laughs) to try, though. But 12 Monkeys is tricky on you, too. Yeah. Gilliam is known for being trippy and and really, really deep. I get the premise, but this one, I don't even get the premise. I don't even get the short version explanation that you just told me. I know. What? Sad That's, news. Uh... Joe Kubert. Sorry, mm-hmm. Joe Kubert. Not Kubert. <laughs> Joe Kubert. <laughs> Joe Kubert. Joe Kubert. And Snakey. <laughs> Coily. That's yes, right, Coily. Not Snakey. Do you remember the other two? Uh, Coily, then there was Fartbox. No, Beepop is from <laughs> TMNT. Fartbox was your nickname in the ninth grade. Fartbox, there was uh, Chili Wiener. Ugg. Ugg. Remember Ugg? Ugg was the name of one of the little guys that jumped around. And there was uh, Ching Chang. No! No. Ugg, Chili Wiener, Ugg and Fartbox. Wrong way. Ugg and wrong way. Wrong way. Yeah. Wrong way. I know some Qbert, man. Fartbox and wrong way. Then he joined Sublime and then Overdose. I remember that. (laughs) He joined Sublime. That's what you said. Oh my God, I'm going off so much on Sublime lately. Have you heard my Sublime song? No. I smoke weed. I love to smoke weed. I shouldn't have never done heroin because I died. Weed. (laughs) Wow, that was crazy. Like Sublime was sitting right next to me. It It was like Kenny. Weed, 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 weed. I love smoking weed. So yeah, ugly the wrong way. I'm not high enough yet. I'm gonna smoke some more weed. Listen to my shit. Weed, weed. And fart box. Weed. Joe Kubert. Joe Kubert. Very sad. Legendary comic book artist, co-creator of Sergeant Rock, and creator of Tor, founder of the Kubert School for Comics Artists. Wait, creator of Tor? Like, books? Robot. Yeah. I don't know. The comic. Oh. Uh, father to fellow comic greats Andy and Adam Kubert and forced in his industry for seven decades. He died Sunday. He was 85. Very sad. It is very sad. Great artist. Sad. World is less. Don't feel bad. We make fun of everybody. I mean, we didn't make fun of him. He's no, great. No, no. We made fun of we wrong way. We made fun of fart box and uh, wrong way. <laughs> oh, you're wrong way. And uh, freezer wiener. <laughs> freezer wiener. <laughs> Shit box me. Fuck wow. Sex. Fart box and freeze wiener. <laughs> Freeze wiener. Fart box. (laughs) Wow, you gave them voices and everything. How about their history? How about their love lives? Well, fart box love life is a tangled web. (laughs) (laughs) He he and Coily had a fling, and then it went south. Well, they found out that Coily was actually hermaphroditic, so he wasn't wasn't keen on that. And that was the toughest part, because fart box is like, I want to have kids! I want to have Carol. And Coily just wanted to fucking bite people. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's like... It was was a cultural problem, really. Coily Coily is Ekin's dad. And all these characters are going to be in Wreck-It Ralph. Coily is Ekin's dad. If Coily is Ekin's dad in Wreck-It Ralph... Attention, Wreck-It Ralph! Coily should be Ekin's dad. You have time to go back and re-render your shit. No, I bet they did it. That just makes sense. Ugh. The original Horror House showcased <laughs> in the Amityville Horror has spawned a ton of sequels, and now there's another installment in the works. 
Apparently, this one will feature real footage from a local investigation oh, into the boy. Long Island home back in the 1970s. Oh, man. Producer Tony DeRosa Grund has acquired the rights to some footage connected to the 1977 Grund? investigation by, Grundle. Grundle. Thank yeah. you. by two thing. local reporters into the haunted house. <laughs> reporters Laura DiDidio and Marvin Scott investigated the incidents for New York's WNEWTV and alleged held a seance at the house as part of the news report oh, that revealed man. a grisly boy, ghostly boy in the home. What? It revealed a ghostly boy in the home. Yeah. I think I've seen that film before. The, Have you? Is it fakey fake fake? Uh, yeah. yeah. The footage was presumed lost years ago. Uh, well, everything on sci-fi. The you know, professional news report at yes, uh, This sounds very made up. Yeah, yeah. This sounds very Blair Witchy. The footage was presumed lost years ago. Though the original news report and some additional B-roll was later found after the news station moved to an updated studio. No one really knows what the actual movie will be at this point, but Hollywood Reporter says it likely will be a traditional film following the tale of the two reporters' experience at the house. I like this film better when it was called That Film That Wasn't Greenlit. <laughs> I liked it when it was called Fartbox and Chili <laughs> Now, no one knew this, but Fartbox had actually served some time in jail for uh, felony possession. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. he kept it secret. Yep. So Ugg didn't, you know. Yeah. Cause a problem. That's why Ugg changed his name to uh, what was it? Ice Wiener? Freezy Wiener. Freezy Wiener. Yeah. Icy Wiener. Icy Wieners. <sighs> Backstory Cubert, everybody. You never knew. Longtime Doctor Who writer Mark <laughs> Gattis announced this week that he's been tasked at writing a 90-minute drama for the BBC, telling the story of how Doctor Who first made it to TV screens back in 1963, huh. titled uh, "An Adventure in Time and Space." The film will tell the story of how one of the most iconic television series of all time first came to be. Gaddis, whose name you might recognize as the co-creator of Sherlock, has been involved with the revived Who series since the beginning. We don't know when An Adventure in Time and Space will air, but the very first episode of Doctor Who debuted November 23, 1963, so it's probably a safe bet we can look for this in late 2013. That would make sense. 50th anniversary. Was it, yeah. Is it 50th yeah. anniversary? Yeah. yeah. Five so it's a 90 minute retrospective, the show. Cool. Well, Why aren't we holding well, Doctor Who parties? It, so it's a, I don't like Doctor Did Who. Did you guys live in Houston? Oh, yeah, that's There's right. There's that too. Well, and it happens very closely after Pirate Party. That, no, no, Pirate Party September 19th. Yes, I understand, but. November 23rd. It gives you two months. Yeah. Two months. I think we can November 24th up. is my birthday. I know. Well, you so can make we'll this part of your birthday both. celebration. Like his birthday is September nineteenth. Yeah, yours, your, mine's a pirate birthday, and yours yeah. is and a the high holy day of the princess themed birthday party. He really wants. I know. He's always got to get the pirate <laughs> thing. Mountain Dew innocently tried to crowdsource the name of its new green apple flavored drink. Well, that was a mistake. Letting people submit and vote for <laughs> names online. <laughs> what do they call it? Well, 4chan decided to take them up. Yes. On my fucking heroes! You go, B-tards! <laughs> Offer to dub the do. The uh, dub the do site is down. <laughs> but there is a working mirror if you want to check it out. Before the site was taken down, it was hacked. Uh, no one actually knows who started all this. Reddit says it was 4chan. 4chan says it was Reddit. No matter what, Mountain Dew decides to call it in the end. Here are some of the voted on suggestions before the site was removed. <laughs> Marble Di- cake pissed juice? What? Diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> Di- diabetes. 
<laughs> oh, these guys are my fucking heroes. Fapple. 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 Not in the lead speak. No, the sound effect onomatopoeia of fap is indicative of jacking it. You go fap, 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 fap. If you see FAP typed over and over again, it's that's what it means. Somebody's jacking it. Just picture the famous Paul going at it fap, in your fap. closet. Well, mine's mine sounds like fap clunk, fap clunk. Do you in your closet fap, too? Clunk. What's the clunk? <laughs> Don't ask. Oh God! <laughs> it's my fart box. <laughs> my hand, my hand falls asleep in the time it takes me to stroke my wiener. Why do you think he came up with the name the famous Paul? It's it's almost an acronym. Almost, but not at all. Uh, another voted on suggestion. Fat, the famous Paul. Uh, <laughs> I see. Diabetes. <laughs> I know. English. 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 Oh, Jesus. Never mind. Fat if I have to spell it out for you, you're you not do. Yeah, you do. Spelling is indicative of motherfucking P. Sorry. Go on. Diabetes. Diabetes. That's good. Hitler did nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> oh, shit. This would be the greatest dude titles. These are great. Can you imagine that on a bottle? What would that oh, taste Jesus. like? Oh, <laughs> it would taste like Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah, wrong. And finally, Gushing Granny. <laughs> oh, 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 the dude would taste oh, like the sour dude, apple. So there you go. You, are, there like, oh, are there more? Are there more? Not on this list, but oh, they probably exist out there. There's more. But again, oh, that there's fapple. a mirror of that site out there. So fapple, fapple, I think is the winner. Oh, dude, are these people gonna learn? I mean, they sent. <laughs> they actually did send. Uh, Pitbull to that Walmart in Alaska. Did, did yeah, he, yeah, yeah they did. Alaska? he had a good sense of humor about it, I guess. But. Do you remember a few years ago when they listed uh, Times most 100 most influential people, and they got the list organized, so it kind of looked all right, but they put Moot as number one, and then the list, the first letter of everyone on the list, spelled out Marble Cake, also the game. <laughs> Google this; it's true. By the way, the game, you all lost, just lost it. So. Why did they do that? Why the fuck not? Just say they just made it spell marble cake. Also, also the, the game. game. You got to know it's a thing. Oh. You lost it, by the way. <laughs> I did lose it. But you thought about the game. You I did. Th- I thought about the game. Well, the game is a good movie, and it's a terrible wrestler. Moving on. Washington, D.C. resident Seth Horowitz's uh, television purchase on Amazon took a very odd, somewhat dangerous turn mm. when instead of said television, he received a very large gun. What? Rather huh? than the new television, he received a Sig Sauer Sig 716, which uh, happens to be a high-caliber semi-automatic rifle. Horowitz did the responsible thing and rather than test out his new television replacement, called the Metropolitan Police Department. You can buy those? Uh, Horovitz, not, uh, apparently not that, but on Amazon. Uh, Horovitz not only called the police because there was an enormous unwanted gun in his apartment, but because assault rifles are illegal in D.C. as the, is transporting them into, through, or, uh, through D.C. So, Horovitz wanted to make sure he didn't go down for unintentional criminal activity. Oh, yeah. Uh, the gun was intended for a gun shop in Pennsylvania, 
and must have somehow been mixed up with Horvitz television. Uh, frighteningly, the $2,132 assault rifle was left in the hallway outside Horvitz's apartment. <laughs> what? As one would do with a less dangerous package. Oh, uh, equally man. frightening to uh, people who like their expensive tech kept safe. Uh, if that were his new television he supposedly was supposed to receive, that would have seemingly also been left in the yeah. hall. <laughs> Yoink. Wow. Criminy. So, yeah, double-check your, your goodies. Mm-hmm. Why don't they just knock on your door and wait for you to answer it before running away? <laughs> Thanks. That's a shipping company mistake. That's not an Amazon thing. No. But still. The gun. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And Brian Brushwood and Justin Young, hosts of the Not Safe for Work podcast, have a 99-cent novel at number four on the iTunes top paid <laughs> books chart, and they didn't have to write a single word of it. Huh? The secret to their publishing success is an incredibly simple, uh, and yet it is truly depressing. It all began when Brushwood was pushing his book on magic tricks, Scam School Book Number 2, Fire. Uh, Young explains, quote, He found out as he was pushing that book that the top ten in iTunes was all erotic fiction, even to the point where established authors like Janet Ivanovich couldn't break into the top five of the iBook store because of all the erotic fiction that was capitalizing on Shades of Grey. And he thought, we could do that. Brushwood and Young knew nothing about writing erotic novels, so they asked their listeners to send them chapters for a book. All it had to have was the main character and lots of badly written sex scenes. Then they just put the book together, asked their listeners to buy it to push it higher up on the charts, and waited for people to take notice. Uh, To be fair, the book The Diamond Club did have help getting to the top, and once it was there, people just kept buying it because it was there. Yeah. The one-star reviews seem to be coming from people who are genuinely disappointed <laughs> at the chapter after chapter of porn stories and rambling, incoherent mess. Oh, no. So there's definitely some porn readers out there who were trolled out of their minds. Guys, I've got to write Lustful Tiger Men <laughs> on the Moon. Yes. 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 I'd buy that. I've got to write it. Not it has sense. to happen. All that matters is that you're popular it and you become itself. more popular. It does write itself. It just makes sure the cover kind of looks like Fifty Shades of Grey-esque, you know, cover art. Lustful Tiger Men on the Moon. Mm-hmm. So everyone's just got to contribute swamp, a chapter swamp, to the yes. Lustful Tiger Men of the Moon Swamp. Uh, I got to be connected. I got it. No, he wants it all. He's I got gonna, it. Yeah. This is my, this is my, my opus. <laughs> opus is <laughs> right. all over it. This is it. Yep. Wow. Just like the Lustful Tiger Men of the Moon Swamp. Yep. He's all I'm over all over it. I remain perfectly still. <laughs> There's an entirely different <laughs> the coup <laughs> happening in the population of book consumers. Baby boomers have long dominated the book buying market, but no longer. Generation Y has taken over that honor. Baby boomers may account for the highest percentage of the population, but Generation Y, those born approximately between 1979 and 1989, is whipping their butt in book sales. This comes from a report based on the uh, Bowker Market Research Consumer Panel. Quote, in 2011, however, that changed when Generation Y, those born between those years, took over the book buying leadership from baby boomers, accounting for 30% of book expenditures in the year, up from 24% in 2010, while baby boomers' share of spending fell from 30% to 25%. As Comics Beat points out, this means that the generation buying the most books these days is also the generation that was raised on shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. As the mm. only... Who, who in this room is Generation Y? Nobody. Me. Nope. No, nope. I'm right outside of it. No lying. 
<laughs> Mom Gen X. I don't even know what that means other than the date. It's just age range. It's just yeah, it's just the date and a, and a arbitrary name to well, who gave it that name? Uh, media people. They they called it Gen Gen Y because the Gen before was Gen X. Yeah, yeah. So, so then it's Gen Y. So the next generation. Gen X was slackers. Gen Y are readers. So as soon as Generation Z comes around, that's when the zombie apocalypse hit. Oh shit! We only got one more. Wait, not even. That's it's happening. Happening. It's happening. It's happening right now. Oh shit! The Generation the Z people are are yeah. in their kindergartens and whatnot. That's right. So. Don't we get a choice in what we're named? Uh, well, you know what? The greatest generation has already come and gone, so mm-hmm. there's nothing left for us. Yeah. So. Let's call ourselves Generation. Uh, how about the greater than greatest generation? It's because they're they're trying banana to banana pudding. They're trying to yeah. capitalize on that whole that you know th- there's only so many generations left before we hit the apocalypse or whatever the fuck. Really? So, yeah, that's a lot so. of what no. originally went into it. Yeah. Gen that, X and Y. That, that. X, Y, and then Z. I call shit. And shit. then that's it. No, no, no because they're just combined Gen, letters. Gen X Generation Gen X for triple X. You got... I can't wait for that, Joe. Oh, yeah. I'd like us to be, be some instead of the baby boomers, we should be the empty woomers. The empty woomers? <laughs> that is the apocalypse. Instead of the Sorry. baby boomers. The clean your rumors. The clean your rumors. <laughs> How about the fart boxes? <laughs> How about the debilitating oh, tumors? The, the debilitating tumors. tumors. <laughs> the ugly dog Oy. groomers. The ugly dog groomers. The stuffed bloomers. Oh, I got a pair of those on right now. <laughs> and they are stuffed. So how about a nooners? Don't, you don't even want to know about How about a nooners? <laughs> yeah. Mary's just racking his brain over there trying to get oh, My brain out. hurts. Vegas Have you seen crew. the tutors? There it is. My brain hurts. That's the name of the generation. That's your generation. Yes. My What's brain your hurts. generation? Write to us. Comments at uglycowshow.com. People try to put us down. Talking about your stuff, bloomers. <laughs> Just because I fart box. Is that like beatboxing, but yep. the other side? It's the other oh, side. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, you ever heard that? It, it doesn't I, require I him. If you give me an example, it doesn't a deep, require well, him making fart noises with his there's hand. There's a group he in just, the 80s called the Juicy Boys. There's a deep cut on the Fat the Boys juice, album. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's 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 it's, it's the Fat Boys. It's the Fat Boys went under the name the Juicy Boys, uh, and basically they'd go to Mr. Gaddy's all night, and then they'd put on a show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I spent six hours at Mr. Gaddy's and be like, "You ready for the show?" And I gotta be like, "Oh God, oh God!" <laughs> All right, oh God. The, jokes getting, the jokes are getting more and more painful. Uh, As was there an end in sight? Uh, yeah, y'all, yeah. get up! It's time for the. That's it for the show. Thank you very much. Just cut it. This, this is this is Barry like a, and Deb's return show. <laughs> diarrhea. And you want to just cut it off diarrhea. just like that? Those I shows are like a Gallagher off. show where they had like a a wet section. What do you call those? The wet section. The I call section. those vaginas. Splatter zone. I call the wet zone. section the VJ. That's what Gallagher did to people. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Side splitting humor. <laughs> Boo. Vag splitting humor. Oh. From he Gallagher. always reminded me of Doug Henning. <laughs> not Blackstone kind of the same. not as funny <laughs> until next Amazing. week I am Master Torgo the famous Paul 80's Jeff just Michael and till later much later Dr. Blarg and Deb thanks for joining us we miss you we yeah, miss you guys really too do. sorry you live in Texas and we'll Very miss sorry. you too until next week when we do this again that's right mm-hmm. I won't be here so if you want to follow what's going on with me you can visit the world's least most updated site, yeah, uh, a no geek in Texas.com. He goes in, in phases.
I won't touch it for two months, and then he'll just, oh my God, all day long for like a week and a half, and then nothing. Just like the moon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What? Phases of the moon. Yeah, fart box. Fart box. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, ug in a wrong way. Fart box. Coily. I guarantee it's the craziest box you'll ever see. Coily, I just flip the man oh. in the pan. <laughs> Here comes the net. Fart box. There were also the good guys Who that you could jump into. Who jumped in on Q-Bird? It's the wrong way. Green, no, the green guys were bad. Um, no, no, no the, the green guys were good. It's oh, that's the, right. It's the, the purple guys are bad. Who were their names? It all comes back to Sam. Sam. One of them was named Sam. It all comes back well, to Sam. Well, we're going to have to play my Q-Bird game and remember. We'll have to get a ColecoVision. Yeah, ColecoVision. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Since no, get it's back not to listed. You just got to look. Well, I don't know. Hey, uh, Gamers, no, Gamers Paradise right next, right next to Kimball Hall of Fame. They have a ColecoVision. Yes, they do. Yeah, but we don't want to ship it home and Why not to ship it home? Put it on your carry-on. Yeah. They'll, they'll gladly appreciate that security. You can carry I'll strap it on my chest. they like that. Or stick it in your stick it in your bag. It'll be fine. No. Why not? Bubble wrap that shit. Stick it on your back. Say you're a Ghostbuster. Yeah. Somebody saw a cockroach up on 12. It was called Wrong Way. Wow. Leave it to you really big to quote the man. most obscure fucking line in the entire goddamn movie. That's a great line. That's a great movie. Bite your head off, man. Bite your, bite your fucking head off, man. That's so good. Bite your head off, man. Oh, Jesus. Ghostbusters 3. No Bill Murray. Coming to a theater near you. Fuck this. I'm going back to Houston. Have to shut the show off first. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm going to let this go. Uh, I yeah. Guess, like, I guess He's just letting it run go. and yeah. run. It's still going. It's going. about you, Cough? You're going to sit there and be sick. I'm not sick. I, there's dust he's, in this he's house. sleepy. I am sleepy. Woo. I'm sleepy, grumpy, doc, and hungry right now. Shitty. I'm not shitty. You're pretty shitty. No, I had a good dump this morning. I'm aces. No, okay. He's, he's coily. This is what I came here My for. My shit is never coily, <laughs> which is probably that. a problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's runny. Oh. <laughs> wow. Last night it was pasty. Ah. Like to the point of like I was like, did I eat glue? Oh man. <laughs> Albert Cuber, you're my favorite.